0: Teach me how to love you, and I'll teach you how to love me. Whether it's compliments you like or words of affirmations you seek. Teach me how to love you, and I'll teach you how to love me. Whether you desire gifts or physical intimacy. Teach me how to love you, and I'll teach you how to love me. Quality time is the best time, along with communication and understanding. Teach me how to love you, and I'll teach you how to love me. It'll be interchanging acts of services between a king and a queen. Thank you for returning to Poetry on the Go with Ro. This is your girl Rashonda. And on this episode titled Love Languages, which is also the name of my poem, I'll be describing the backstory of this poem and what inspired it. I wrote this just last year, 2021. Uh, I want to say around this time last year, like uh, August, September, something like that, because I posted the video later in the year. Um, yeah, so you can check that out. Check out the visual on my Instagram, TikTok, or Facebook at Poetry with Ro. Or you can also check it out on my podcast page at Poetry on the Go with Ro podcast on Instagram. And leave your feedback on what you think of the poem along with this episode. Now this episode won't be too long. It might be on the shorter end because I actually did not. I don't have too much of a backstory on this poem. Um, It was just one of those poems I decided to write because it was a cute little riddle type of poem you could say. And I wrote it just because of, like, learning about the love languages and discussing the love languages a lot often with my friend and how we even had taken the little quiz that is online that you can take to know the percentages of your love language, like which one is which love language is the um, the one that you prefer the most versus the one that you prefer the least? And I had even taken the quiz. It was, it was actually pretty fun. I was a little surprised with the results, though, like for it to say that um, I didn't like physical touch as much. When I actually do, but I think I could see why it would have answered that because of the questions um, I didn't choose physical touch as often <laughs> and now I, I guess I'll say that's because I didn't really enjoy too much of uh, physical touch at a certain point in my life like hugging and stuff is just kind of like something that's that wasn't I received often I don't think I received a lot of hugs growing up you know but now um and even now it's still a little weird for me to hug people like when a complete stranger comes up to me and they're like oh I'm a hugger I'm just like oh okay (laughs) I guess we're hugging (laughs) but if I'm like involved with a guy that I'm dating who I like then yeah I want to like have them touch me <laughs> but I'm not so much of a cuddler so I guess like maybe I like the idea of physical touch more than actually engaging in it because now that I'm thinking about it that actually was accurate I really don't be all about I don't I really don't be a touchy person like that but I guess I want to be because I like the idea of it <laughs> anyway I just went on a whole tangent about physical touch but um yeah now that I'm thinking about it it actually makes a lot of sense why that percentage was lower <laughs> but um so yeah that's really the only reason why I wrote this poem because I just wanted to um be able to get the love language see how I can make a poem about the love languages because i was so fascinated about uh learning about it because at first when i was learning about it i got i thought that it was like you either you would like one language over the other or you would only like a certain amount of the languages or whatever but it's not like that. The way it is is that every single human being, (laughs) um, all five languages, all five love languages, we um, enjoy all five of them, but some of them we just enjoy more than the other. So there's that percentage that comes in when you take the test um, and it tells you what the percentage is but i had taken that test a few years ago so if i take it now maybe the physical touch percentage would be a little higher maybe not we'll see i might have to try it again um i don't have the information on uh where you can take the test i guess if you just google it you can find out for yourself like love languages test or something like that but yeah so because you girl is a whole hopeless romantic, I'm, I'm such a lover girl. I love love. <laughs> um, I have tons of love poems, so I just wanted to make this one. I did write a lot of love poems last year. <laughs> so, the, yeah, because I'm just so big on love and romance, I just wanted to write a poem about it, and I felt like the love languages were the perfect idea perfect topic for a poem to write about and i had fun writing this poem i thought it was really cute and i just wanted to be creative and just see how creative i can get with having a topic for myself to write about so i'll say um the love language of minds that is the higher percentage that even the test says that it's a higher percentage would be the quality time. And I would agree with that for sure because that that's one thing that my family was real huge on is quality time. Like we all not we all may not be real huge on hugging and kissing and stuff like that, but and um, cuddling and whatnot. not at least I knew some family members are <laughs> but for the most part like in the household that I grew up in um, us just eating dinner together and watching movies together was our top way of showing that like showing our love for each other basically um, that was our quality time and I used to just always love watching movies and that's like even what I would do with my friends and my my idea of a good time and spend the quality time with someone that I enjoy just watching a movie with them really so um that yeah I enjoy the quality time for sure I would agree with that and then the second highest of the love languages that I that I I enjoy which was let me see um I want to say acts of services because uh just having someone kind of like do things for me makes me feel as if they actually do care about me and again that kind of generates from how my family treated me while growing up is like the quality time and access services along with the gifts those are those were their ways of showing me love and those are the ways of um that I've gotten accustomed to for receiving love and um yeah those would be my top three and um I think that like even with the gifts, I still, I'm not, that's like the third because I I don't feel like someone needs to just splurge on me and spend all their money on me and shower me with gifts for me to know that they adore me and love me. I don't think that's the case at all, <laughs> but um, I just know that it it's meaningful because for me, Uh, personally it's meaningful I enjoy being able to give people gifts that's my way of showing that I um, like someone and love them and care for them Um, but it's also tough to kind of shop for gifts for other people because I know what kind of gifts I would like but to put it out and uh, be creative with getting gifts for other people that's quite the challenge So, yeah, Um, I just enjoy learning about the love languages, though. I think those are, uh, I think it's pretty fascinating to see how things just kind of play out and work out um, with other people because I just love and I enjoy learning about other people in general. One thing I will note that I enjoy about the whole love languages thing is learning that, like, everyone receives love differently. So it's natural for us to kind of love on people the way that we want to be loved. So that's something that I've learned to pay attention to, like seeing how people treat me, how they love me, like whether they wanna, you know, have quality time or be hugging on me and uh kissing on me and um or giving me gifts then that's how i know that that's how they want to receive love like that's how they that's the love language that they prefer the most so then i try to give that same energy to them um i will say with that it's it's quite the challenge because if you're not used to loving someone the way that they want to be loved and you're just used to loving them how you want to be loved, you have to like intentionally make that adjustment and pay attention to how you are loving on them. So um, I thought that was something that was quite fascinating to learn about with the love languages because now I can apply that to my life with my romantic relationships and my platonic relationships with my family and my friends. And it's definitely been uh, yeah, quite the challenge <laughs> for the most part. Because what I'll admit is the way I love I feel like in a sense my my downfall is I love selfishly. Like my love is can be a bit selfish. I love people how I would want to be loved or um, however I just want to love them versus how they want to be loved and how they deserve to be loved. And I say that because I know that for me to show people that I love them, I have to like actually be there for them. By, like calling them and um, to check up on them and attending whatever events they invite me to or just supporting them in the things that they do however that looks by giving them gifts or whatever offering some type of help if they need it and i feel like when i was a kid i did a really good job with that trying to just Uh, love on everyone and um, do whatever they wanted me to do and I feel like me doing that was to show that I love them and to um, I guess not have them be upset with me and dislike me and now the older I get the more selfish I'm becoming with the way that I love and I, I am slowly growing out of that people pleasing phase because I feel like that's what I was doing as a child was just pleasing people so then that way I wouldn't be abandoned and alone because I feel like I had to deal with that growing up um, where I didn't lit, grow up in the household with my mom and my dad because my dad passed when I was 13 and then even before then, before he passed, um, he I, I still didn't live with him. He just, like, picked me up on the weekends to hang out and stuff, and I didn't live with my mom. Um, I lived with her for a little while when I was a baby, and then I lived with her. Uh, and then I think at, like, two years old, I had to go live with my aunt, and I lived with her since I was like six and then I went back to my mom and I stayed with her for like a year and then when I turned seven, I moved in with my cousins and I lived with them ever since um, I became an adult. <laughs> so I, I felt like I just kinda got accustomed to trying to please everyone so that no one would leave me and I didn't want to be left alone uh, and felt like I didn't have anyone there to love me or whatever. But now I've gotten to the point where I am just trying to put myself first. And, but I feel like I've gotten so accustomed to putting myself first that I have just completely put so many people on the back burner. And haven't really loved on them the way that they would like to be loved. And that's something I've noticed in the past year or so. Um, So I'm trying not to, like, be hard on myself about it, of course, because it's an adjustment. And uh, I'm trying to find that balance of where I can sit here and love on other people without it draining me because I'm doing too much and then without me doing too little. And I think... um, able to admit that with no problem. But but moving forward, um, I also wrote this poem because uh, not to only discuss the love languages and what I learned about how to love other people, which is pretty fascinating to me, but also to just kind of confess to myself that like what love is to me what love means, and how love looks to me, and how I can make improvements on how to just love other people in general, Um, and even love on myself, and how to love myself more, and make improvements with that as well. So, yeah, that is this poem in a nutshell. I just wanted to share this little light-hearted episode because, like I said, I'm a whole lover girl. I love love. I'm a huge romantic um, and a hopeful romantic at that because I I, I guess I'm going to blame it on Disney Channel. I grew up watching Disney Channel and just seeing all of the little love stories, I just wanted to experience something like that. And... It's never gotten out of my system, so that's my life. (laughs) And um, I'm okay with admitting that now because at first people just kind of make it seem as if romantic relationships are overrated and um, making me feel as if I'm silly or like as if I don't love myself because I want to be loved by someone else. And I I think that's unfair, you know, because we all want to be loved. We all want to love and be loved. And um, a lot of us are just afraid to love because of us being hurt in the past. And now we just can't, they don't want to fathom the idea of going through that again. Which is understandable But I don't know I I never experienced a serious relationship Where I was in love with someone But um, I've definitely loved Someone before And uh, It hurts Me And We were just friends But I loved him And I feel like I still do. (laughs) I think I always will love him. And um, I'm sure at one point when we were teenagers, he must have loved me as well. Um, But obviously just not enough for us to get into a relationship or anything. So ever since I've experienced that, just seeing how I'm capable of loving someone... I know that I'm capable of receiving that same type of love in return, and I'm going to hold on to that. (laughs) No matter how much heartbreak I've experienced along the way, I still just have this desire within me that I am going to experience love and a very healthy, very healthy magical romantic love and I don't care what no one says about it I'll I'll be able to get back onto this podcast years from now and tell you all my love story and and I'm gonna be like look guys I did it (laughs) it came to life And I am a living and breathing witness that true love, a healthy, loving relationship is possible. But yeah, I just wanted to share this poem, have a nice little lighthearted love poem to share and give you all the backstory of this poem. Because in September, which is also known as Suicide Awareness and Prevention Month. I'll be sharing quite a few poems that are, um, well, each week in September, I'll be sharing poems that are regarding suicide um, and just mental health awareness in general. So before I get into that, which will be a bit, intense and more deep. <laughs> Wanted to share this lighthearted episode, love episode, and hopefully encourage someone out there that love is still possible and for you to not give up on it and remain a hopeful romantic like myself and stay encouraged that One day you'll be able to experience it, even if it doesn't last forever till death do you part. And it's just for a little while. That little small interaction will be just enough. But this is another good episode of Poetry on the Go with Ro titled Love Languages. Thank you all for tuning in. Bye.